Hi, you're listening to Archosaur D&D. This series contains content not quite suitable for children, so viewer discretion is advised. Unlike any you've heard before, this is Archosaur D&D. Hello, and welcome back to Archosaur D&D. I'm Scott Harris, your DM for the night, and we still have with us... Deanna. Playing Sarah. Um... I'm TS, and I'm still playing Suka. And last time we left off, you went under the Black Dragon Gate, mm-hmm. into the wide, made your way past the Heap Gate to Heap Side, mm-hmm. where you stopped at the Blushing Mermaid, took a nice, you know, warm and, for some of you, highly invigorating bath. <laughs> at the very and least refreshing. Went then went inside the Blushing Mermaid to spend the night and get get yourself a well-earned rest after fighting off some rats and, uh, and what was it, an Udugo? I'm really uh, bad. They're at... called Otiugs. Otiug, thank you. Because I'm or... really I'm really bad at remembering really hard to remember names. Or Otiug. At any rate, it was a disgusting super monster. Yeah, that was intent on eating Lysera until Lysera and party just completely obliterated it. And we know that towards the end of the first ep- of the first episode, the last time that we played, Lysera was woken up by somebody climbing through her window, putting their finger up to their mouth and shooting her. So, Lysera... You have a person in your room. What are you doing? Reaching down and pulling my unsheathed dragon sword up and pointing it straight at them as I sit up. And go, what the hell are you doing in my room? The figure goes, shh, shh, it's It's just me. And it's, it, you recognize the voice is diff. I reiterate, what the hell are you doing in my room? More like what the hell are the blokes climbing in the window of your friend's room doing? We need to get over there now. Right. Suka, yes. you're having you're having one of the nicest, most comfortable sleeps you've had in a while. You know, that that invigorating hot bath after that wore off, you feel more relaxed than ever. Uh-huh. Since you do have your pseudo dragon out, keeping an eye on things, I need. I you have to more admit... than just a pseudo dragon. I have like a human, slightly larger than a human-sized Drake, sleeping by my door. Mm-hmm. Well, sleeping, but sort of on guard since he vanishes within an hour. Yeah. Um. So I need you to make a 
Constitution check at advantage. Okay. Let's see. 16 total. 16 total. You wake up hearing your Drake scream. These oh, no. these these characters that are that have climbed into your window have a very high stealth. So let me go on ahead and sure advantage on attack rolls against. Okay. Um. Does a twenty-four hit your Drake? Uh. Yes. Okay. I just want you to write this down so that you you're able to remember it, um, for later. It does. So it does 60 in total of eight piercing and uh, 52 poison damage. I had set my Drake to lightning when I summoned him. So okay. Yeah, he he does take all that. Yeah. So it, in total, just. 60 damage. Yeah. He's nearly dead. Yep. By that time you're you are fully awake. What do you do? There's um, a fig there's a figure in your room and you see another figure starting to come through the window. Uh let's see. And so... Lacera, you'll be a you'll be across and in that room in the next turn. Alrighty. Well, um, <clears throat> I, uh, take out my dagger, <clears throat> and like the crazy three foot two, right, I'm three foot two? Yeah, three foot two, uh, kobold I am, I jump up onto one of their backs and just start viciously stabbing them repeatedly in the back. Okay. Go on, uh, ahead, and give me, go on ahead and give me attack rolls. <clears throat> Since my Drake is on the other side of um, uh, it, does this count as flanking? Yes. Okay. Let's see. So, a twenty-six and a twenty-nine to hit. They both hit. So this guy takes. Uh, that's fourteen. Plus another fourteen, so twenty-eight damage total. You give it a hefty twenty-eight damage as you jump onto his back and and just repeatedly stab him in the back over it. <clears throat> no, stab it. You don't even know if this is male or female. It in the back over and over. Jumping on top of it, you can feel that the the and that this individual is wearing some type of leather armor underneath some robes of some kind. Go on ahead and give me a really... Because I want to know if you see this in the moment. A really quick perception check. Sure. Uh, let's see. I have a 14 on the die and a plus 8 to perception. So, a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, 22. You see, <clears throat> as you're stabbing them in the back and they, they rotate and you start to, you know slip off of their back 
now with your now with your back towards the window with the other figure coming in through the window because they they have rotated around so now essentially you and your drake are back to back as you slide off you see the blood from the wounds that you made in the upper shoulders with your daggers run down and meet with a an embroidery on the back of this figure's cloak that resembles a severed bloodied hand. Just... I assume this reminds me of the same this looks the same as the ones who came and killed uh my draconic master. Yes. Um yeah, uh, I'm gonna have none of this and um bonus action uh my Drake is going I'm gonna spend my bonus action so my Drake can uh attack and He's going to tear the leg off the guy I just stabbed. Okay, well, let's see it. Let's see if that leg tearage succeeds. Uh, is it still flanking or no? Currently, for for this right here, yes. Okay. Like you, you, you were, you were. I'm glad that you, was. Yeah, you're you're going to see <clears throat> that you know symbol of the severed hand and all that after this move and then you're essentially back to back with your with your drake okay so first roll was a four and the second one was a natural 20 so awesome awesome all right so he does so now i just need to roll both these uh 31 damage and half that is lightning all right as people who uh, actually play Monster Hunter. Um, basically, this Legeocris-looking Drake lunges over and just bites onto this guy's leg and starts electrocuting him through the body. Yeah, he he's brought <clears throat> to the floor. The leg is not torn off, but he's brought to the floor, and with Lacera and Diff, they hear, <clears throat> they hear muffled, like, screams of a man being electrocuted. Diff looks over at Lacera and says, "We need to get there now." Runs past, opens the door, opens Lacera's door, runs over to your door, and proceeds to pull out a lockpick and start picking the lock on the door. Now, this is your average lock, so it's not that hard for him to get through. Um, he, he would, he would probably find, um. Suka didn't lock it because the Drake was literally just laying against it. Ah. Well, he so. he doesn't know that. So <laughs> he thinks he's picking the lock. He's like, come on, come on, come on. And Lysera... No, he goes, come on, come on, come on, and sets it, gets it set in there and turns, and it just turns, just without him doing anything. He's like, oh! And turns the knob and kicks the door in. And the door swings I assume, open. I assume once the door swings open, he can see, like, the guy on the ground and, like, his skeleton flashing as he's officially being tased with high voltage. Yes, he, al he also sees the other assassin enter the window. And he says, behind you! And pulls out pulls out his crossbow ready to fire. Lacera, it's your turn. Yeah, right. one, one prone on the ground being electrified. And another one that is right behind Suka in the window. Like, just crawled through the window and is standing to its full height. 
drawing out this wicked looking this wicked looking sword that is dripping with this unknown substance I'm going to throw hunter's mark on them and I'm going to use the firebolt okay that is going to be the, the one at the back towards the window yes it's going to be 16 to hit that does hit Alright, Just and... barely. Yeah. Like one point more than you need. Trying to remember what two inch is at Okay, it's two D ten. Okay. No, it's three D ten. Past eleven. Alright, let's go. Well the three D ten. And that is going to eleven points fire damage. Eleven points. All right. Plus, oh, I forgot the d6 for the hunter's mark, and that's okay. So total thirteen. So that's an extra two. Yeah. And, and he a bit crispy now. A little bit. And, the the fire the firebolt hits him. No, it hits it. Um, it doesn't scream out or anything like that. It just hits it in the chest. And leaves singe marks, but it's still standing there, just bearing down on on the two. Well, I, I don't have a whole lot of room to maneuver. Yeah, you you don't. At this point, it's the one at the window's turn. Uh, mm-hmm. The one at the window, being right behind Suka, swings its blade at Suka. Does a fourteen hit? Um, no. Alright, a 14 misses. That is fantastic, because I don't want you guys to die right yet. So, it swings its sword and just whiffs right past you. Misses completely. And it takes another attack. That would be an 8. Definitely does not hit. Alright, so two, two, sw- two swings. One almost... One swinging right in front of of your chest which you just very easily dodge and the other one was aimed towards your neck but as as you're moving backward it just whiffs over your head because you did both kind of a step back and a duck yeah I figured both of them went over Suka's head because misjudged her height in the dark yes the one that is prone on the ground takes a moment no takes a moment to get to wrench its foot from the jaws of your drake suka mm-hmm. doesn't do a little backward roll but does do a half slide or a scoot stands up and seeing that there's now two more challengers behind turns and takes two swings one at Lacera and one at Diff uh, does the 13 hit you Lacera? no it does not and behind Diff still I'm pretty sure in the hallway yes so and well th- this is theater of the mind Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
and it misses diff as well it's just two 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 swings one one at one at diff and then it tries to get past diff to strike at you and diff just deftly taking his cross taking his crop yeah his crossbow while ducking under the first swing as he's swinging at you he just pushes him back into the room retrains his crossbow on the on the assassin and fires the one at the window yeah the or... the one yeah the, he's firing no actually no no he's not gonna fire a crossbow no he in that push he drops his crossbow and pulls out he pulls out his short sword and that since he is in base to base with other enemies that's a 24 to hit with five piercing a 24 to hit with seven piercing I just want to make sure of his multi-attack yeah and he takes one more attack with eight so five seven and eight so that is 20 total yeah with with 20 total that that assassin that was deep fried goes down with uh oddly enough any of you that has seen Zoro, he carves the the initial D into this into this guy's chest. One downstroke, one out, and one back down. Yes. That's and goes, awful. And, go, and goes. So it's ha, basically ha. a triangle. And goes. Ha, ha. Suka, it is your turn. Um. And there's a crispy critter behind you. Um. I'm a bonus action hunter's mark him, and right. then main action I'm a resummon my Drake, which fully heals him, and I'm changing his uh, draconic essence to poison. Okay. Because I can. So he is now immune to poison, and I am resistant to poison. Alright. Anything else you would like to do? Um, free action, I point at the last standing assassin and tell him and yell at him, why are you here? He, which you now realize it's a he when it opens its mouth and speaks. We need you for the sacrifice. And he gets himself into a readied attack position. I flip him off and say, sacrifice this. And I ready to my dagger. I can't attack, but, All right. you know, spitting one-liners. Yep. Well, Sarah? Uh... All right, I am going to... Yeah, I'm going to shoot him with a couple arrows. Alright, go on ahead and give me your give me your arrow shots. Alright. It's going to be plus nine, so that is gonna be a sixteen and a twenty-seven to hit. Those both hit, go on ahead and roll damage. These are just regular arrows. It's gonna do. 
All right, Grant. Total is going to be 25 for those two arrows. All right. Yep, that's that's it. All right, it's still standing with Diff. Diff goes on ahead and it, he's going to use a cutting action to pick up his crossbow and then fire two bolts at the assailant in the window. That is a 13 with 6 piercing and a crit. So uh, 6 six and 15 respectively. So all, all four of these of these arrows, two arrows and two crossbow bolts just thunk into this. And he's bleeding profusely, but he does not seem to want to get to give up his quarry and lunges forward at Suka and attempts to attack Suka with two short sword attacks. Let's see, that's a 25, Suka? Um, let me check something real quick. Okay. Yeah, I I can't block it. All right, that's a that's a twenty-five. Just twenty-five damage. Oh no, that's a twenty-five <laughs> to hit. Oh yeah, so twenty-five does hit. Yeah, that's five piercing. Okay. And twenty-nine poison, but your resistance resisted, or you have resistance. Yep. So, so I only take fourteen. You only take fourteen. And it swings a second time. That is a 24 to hit. Um, still can't block that. All right. That's another seven slashing. Piercing. Or, yeah, seven piercing and half of 33 poison damage. So, 16. Yeah, so yep. 16, 16 poison. And Suka is your go. After summoning my Drake last turn, I totally forgot he was supposed to go, but I had already used my action so he couldn't attack it. But that's fine. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to now attack this guy because he attacked me. Mm-hmm. Let's see, does a 21 hit? That hits. Okay, next attack, 29. Those both hit. <clears throat> Hunter's Mark goes off every attack, right? Yes, it adds a d6 to the damage of each attack. <clears throat> okay, mm -hmm. um... My Drake's going to spend his reaction to let me deal an extra d6 of poison damage as well, so. Okay. This is a shit ton of dice. Yes. Annoy me. So, 5, 10, 18... Eight plus fourteen, forty damage total. 
Forty damage. That's enough to take him to the ground. He just you you stab you just give one quick stab in the chest and the other and the other one you know in the groin, and he just <laughs> yes. falls over, just like a sack of potatoes, like a puppet with its strings cut. And Suka just kind of just stands there looking at him, and like sees the symbol on his back of the oh. bloody hand, and she just starts rhythmically stabbing it repeatedly. Yeah, for I, like. I, she gives it about like ten stabs and then stops. Yeah, well, while you're in the middle of that ten stab, you re- you reach your hand up to stab, or you reach your f- fist holding a dagger up to stab for the eleventh time, and Diff runs up and grabs grabs your wrist and then grabs your other other hand as it swings backward to hit to hit him, and he says, "Not right now, not right now, love. Right now, we have full more out in the front trying to get at us." We need to leave. Okay. Uh, as you fine. hear that, as you hear that, you can hear <clears throat> just faintly footsteps coming up the stairs. Okay. And Diff so... looks at the two of you and goes, "Windows as good as any," and he jumps out the window. And you hear the the sound of like. Him landing on him landing on a box or on a crate, and it doesn't end well. You just hear a lot of like crashing and smashing of wood, and oh bloody hell! He's not the most coordinated thief, is he? I think he was counting on the crate being a little bit stronger. <clears throat> anyway, um, she turns back to her bed and. At this point, um, Tizzy, the pseudo-dragon, who's just sat there watching all this, has, like, already knows, like, what to do, um, and has, like, taken Suka's backpack and has started, and has rolled the egg inside it, warm towel and all, and Mm -hmm. Suka just packs up, uh, her pack, since she doesn't really own much stuff, uh, she just puts that on and hops on her drake, who has wings this time, and uh, it jumps out the window and soars into the sky. Okay. Um, it's going to take the dash action, so it's 80 feet in the sky now. Okay. <clears throat> you are 80 feet up in the air, Lissera. Has managed to get my boots on, slung my pack over my... <laughs> One shoulder, which has got most of my gear tied to it. And sling my bow over the other shoulder and take and stab a grappling hook that I had attached to the rope on the bottom of my pack and put it onto the window and just rappel down the window. Okay. Um, just for the sake of it, I just want to, want to know if you could roll a D20 for me, no modifiers, just a, just a D20. 17. 17. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. All right. So you land outside Suka's window in a back alley 
Suka, you could already see what's going on. But Lissera, you're not 100% planned for this. Ooh. Right as you land, right, right as you land, Diff looks at us. Well, love, we have company. And there are two assassins that are currently in the alley. And from a dim light from behind them, you see from the silhouette of one, one looks female and the other looks male. No sense making them wait. They came to get in a fight, so they're going to get, get one. So we're going. To, we'll go on ahead and start initiative order with Lacera, and right. we'll we'll do an initiative of Lacera, then Suka, and then Diff. Mm -hmm. And then the enemies will have their actions. So Lacera, what do you do? You you just landed. Swing. Bow off shoulder, drop pack, and. Pull arrows, shifting Hunter's Mark to the one that is... Yeah, I'm gonna concentrate on the one in front of Diff. Two arrows to the face for that one. Alright, so the, the closest one? Mm-hmm. That stated, shifting Hunter's Mark to it. It's gonna be 12 plus 9 is my low roll, so. That hits. And the other one is 15 plus 9. Those both hit. Alright, that is going to do. 32 is grand total. 32? Yeah. Alright, is there anything else you wish to do? a couple steps back. Okay. Yeah, it's right here. Alright. You step backwards in that alley? Yeah, just a, Su a little more distance. Yep, Suka, you are... You said 80 feet up in the air, so... Yeah, it's 80 feet up in the air from where the window was. Yeah. Which was, what, at least 10? 15? Yeah, about 10 feet. So you're about 90 feet in the air. Alright. So if you wanted to dive bomb... Um... I'm gonna lose concentration on the Hunter's Mark, and I'm gonna channel the power of my amulet... Mm -hmm. ...for dra uh, Dragon's Breath. Okay. And... My drake's a willing creature, so I'm going to touch it so it breathes the fire. Okay. Or whatever element it wants. <clears throat> and since that's my bonus action, my main action is I'm going to take out my sling and hurl some rocks at these guys. Okay. Sling away. Uh, I'll target this one. All right. I'm sure a 10 misses. Yes. 
It uh, pings off the ground next to him. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Okay. He takes eight points of damage. <clears throat> right. Um, my drake is going to, on its turn, move down uh, 40 feet. <laughs> and mm-hmm. take the dodge action because I use my bonus action so I can't command it to attack. Okay. Well, with its bite anyway. Yeah. It's too far away for the fire uh for the dragon breath. Yeah. Alright, and Diff follows Lysander's roll or Lysander Lysera's roll book. Shoot and, and step back. Yep, using his light crossbow. That is a nine that misses. And that is another nine that misses. So he misses both attacks and steps back in front of Lysera to use himself as a living shield for some reason. (laughs) I I shout down, just as a free action, can I shout down at him? You're a really shitty shot. He he looks up and says, Not right now, enemies in the way. Let's see. 5, 10, <laughs> 15, 20, 25. And proceeds to take two attacks on Diff. That is a 17 that hits. And a... T- no, a 24 that hits and a 21. They both hit. Um, okay. Did, did he step into Diff's token? Yeah. No. I, I noticed the alignment is a little off. Yeah. It's like... Th- their tokens are overlapping. No. Not with me. The, their tokens are just fine with on mine. Okay. Anyway, so two attacks. Oh lord, my tokens are now shifting further and further apart. Oh, um, remember he does get to make con save on me against the poison. Well, I haven't had you guys doing con saves against the poison, so I'm not gonna have him make a con save against the poison. Okay. Well. Maybe after. That's yeah. what it says. It's a very potent poison when it first gets in your system, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, so, so after hurt, this. Yeah, Diff lets out a a yell of pain and you can see he's hurt. He's hurt bad. As the assassin like grits his te- grits its teeth and and smiles in his face. This one right here, seeing as how you're up in the air, but still within its range, it it takes this... No, it doesn't draw its sword, but draws out a light crossbow. Does a 17 hit? Um, depends. Who is it shooting? You. Uh, no. A 17 does not hit. No, it does not. Wow. And an eight, so it misses both attacks. It is now Lysera's turn. What do you do? I'm a 
shoot the person I hunters marked again. Alright. Alright, that is gonna be a non-net 20 for the low roll. Alright. And 14 plus 9 for the other. Those both hit. Yep, just gathering up the dice. That is going to be another 32 points of damage to him. 32. Good. Alright. It's taking 64 points of damage. And I'm going to move... Can I move down here? Yes. Okay. I wasn't quite sure, because... It kind of looks like a roof line. It is a roof line, but that roof is overhanging a little bit. Okay. Basically, where it's shadowed off is where the the building is. Okay. I, I wasn't a hundred percent. All right. Suka. Um, Feel free to strike at the one So both both enemies are like how how far away are they from each other? Uh, about fifteen uh, about fifteen <clears throat> foot away from each other. They are not in a line though. They are spread. They are kind of spread a little bit. Okay. If it was a cone attack, then it would. Okay. It is a cone attack. So I can fly forty feet down lower uh, with the Drake, which means I'm about ten feet off the ground and at like the way cones work, at its widest range it reaches, you yeah. know, fifteen feet in width. <clears throat> so uh since it's technically going after me, um, I'll do my thing first. I'm going to uh, make two more sling attacks. This time, one at each one. Uh, this okay. one goes to the one I first hit. Yes. Does a 16 hit? Okay. He takes... Um, that's 11 points of damage. Then this All is right. to the other one. Yes. Pretty sure 27 hits. And he takes 9 points of damage. Alright. Uh, let's see. First, um, Bashar will use his bonus action to breathe the cone right. of fire. And in what direction? And it will actually be fought. It will be actually fire. All right. In what so direction? Because you're standing right in between both of them. <clears throat> well, that, that's kind of how it'll work. I have to stand between them if I want to hit them both because at the cone starts out narrow, then spreads out. 
So, if I stand between them, and they're 15 feet away, if I'm exactly between them, then the edge of the cone will hit both of them. Are you spraying it straight down? That's how I would have to hit both of them. Okay. No, I was just curious because it, it it's it's one of those things when you I'm spray out a cone, it's I'm flying in a direction. Oh, yeah, I'm flying. He's airborne, so he's pointing his neck downward yeah. to get both of them. <clears throat> okay. So downward angle spreads out to 15 feet, hits both of them. Um, they need to make a dexterity saving throw versus my spell DC. Alright, so... Which is 16. 13, that's a fail. Mm-hmm. And... 14. Also a fail. Also so fail. both of them, so so fail. Both of them take... Out. Let's see, 5, 6, so that's 11, plus 4... 15 points of damage. Uh, right. Fire damage, to be specific. The one that's Hunter's Marked dies. Uh, you said 15 damage? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 15 fire damage. Alright, he's going to use Evasion to have that. Gotcha. So he only takes 7. And... I think I will uh, just have the Drake take the uh, dodge action again. Okay. <laughs> to maintain that disadvantage. Alright. And Diff? Diff is in melee. Yep. Diff is just going to straight up fight it out because he has no other option. That is a 20. Not a natural 20, but 29 piercing. A 21, 5 piercing. And an 11 that misses. So 9 and 5. Alright. So the enemy is still standing. Alright. Alright. And it is now the enemy's turn. The enemy, tired of Diff, takes two swings at him. That is a 20 that hits. And that is a 19 that also hits. So he has to make two constitution saves. Now yep. I'm going to start doing that. That is a fail. And that is a crit success. Okay. Well, this is kind of a bad thing, though, because that fail, he went into death saves. And by getting at... And that second attack is, an, is essentially an auto hit. So he's automatically at negative one death save. He, he's but on one fail. Then he got a natural 20. So does, doesn't that mean he automatically stands back up with one? 
No, that is a, that was a natural 20 and a con ah, save, sadly. Okay. So he is currently bleeding out. Oh, great. I knew it was useless, but I never figured this useless. Oh, yeah. So. Lazara. Um. The, the assassin turns towards you points at your points at your bag where did you drop your bag at by the way because you said you dropped it soon after getting out of the window so wouldn't it be around here ish I think about here so okay. it's like in front of me okay um it points at you and says, You have something we need. A sword to your throat? Because I'm... I I'm pulling my uh, sword back out and... Going to... Do a searing smite on this guy. Get to move into range? Uh, yes. So, I, since he seems to be underneath death, I'm just going to move here next to death. Okay. You're having. <laughs> then, real quick, you got to ha be having some really bad lag issue because you're now right underneath death. Okay. Uh, for what I can see. I am next to death. Okay. All right. Uh, I see the same thing she does. The enemy's under death. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're saying is that you stuck the enemy underneath death's token. Okay, so if I move it here. Now. Yeah. Now he's in front. Now he's in front of death. Oh, that's weird. Because I'm not seeing the same thing at all. Okay, go on. Okay, so yeah. I. I move into essentially melee range with him and like I said I'm casting Searing Smite on my sword <coughs> that is going to be a non-net 20 and a 16 plus 9 to hit an extra d6 fire but all possible try and only knock level. the guy unconscious killing people in front of Lucera Turkish Star okay. attempting to so they are going to take a whopping uh, 41 points of damage 41 points of damage yep. okay and if they've survived that, they get to do nope. two con saves. It's enough to drop them outright. Currently, you guys are still technically in combat as you hear an assassin come to the window and and say, they're down there, and start to climb out of the window. Uh, 
Um, it's Suka's turn, right? Yes. Um. Orders Bashar to fire breath <laughs> the guy coming out the window. Because you're level with it. Huh? Times can you do fire breath? Um, it lasts for a minute as long as Suka maintains concentration. Okay. And it just so... takes uh my Drake's bonus action to do so. Okay. <clears throat> well. Uh yeah. So roll your dexterity save. Uh, from the guy. I, I think they'd be at advantage because climbing out window. That would be hilarious. That is an 18. Alright, so it'll take half. Um. A 20. Are there two people climbing out the window? No. And a 13. No, there are three people. One is currently starting to climb out the window. The other two are right behind it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Wouldn't the one that is climbing out be at disadvantage? No, because it could just drop from the window. Let's... Okay. Just take fall damage instead. <clears throat> um... It's a ten-foot drop, no. So... Uh, total damage would be 12 plus 5, so 17 points of fire. Uh, halved. Right, 17. Halved for three of them. Uh-huh. For two of them. Yeah, so what the, the half... half is 8. So two take 8 and one take 17. Uh, no, one takes 8 and two take 4. Because all three, all three of them use evasion. Um, that just means they automatically take half. Yeah, if they fail, they take half. If they succeed, they take none. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so the one that fa- the one that failed takes eight. The rest take none. Which yeah. sucks. Yeah, they're. Well, this guy yeah. is within you know ten feet of me on my screen. Um, since the window is like about 10 feet up, uh, I think yeah, the Drake is gonna, I'm gonna use my bonus action to tell the Drake to, um, bite him and, uh, just start strangling him, I guess, <laughs> while in um, midair. Can your, can your Drake make two actions in a turn? Uh, it used its bonus action for the fire, uh, for the fire breath. So, okay. I'm using my bonus action to make it use its action to attack. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Does, uh... <clears throat> believe it's plus the hit is slightly lower than mine. Does a 22 hit? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Uh, so nine plus 
17 damage. Uh, half of that's poison. Alright. And then... Technically, Suka was supposed to go first, so I'll just go now. Um... I think she's going to just stab the guy in front of her twice. Did you use your action to make Bashar use his action? No. No. Bonus action. It's her bonus action for his action. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Bonus action is great for him to use her. The action. I, I Trust me, I am doing the action economy correctly. Okay. No, yeah. it's it's not it's not because it, it's new Earth Arcana confuses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. <clears throat> so since yeah. I'm stabbing him with my dagger, uh, that's a 19 on the first attack and a natural 20 on it hits. the second. So. Okay, they both hit. <clears throat> I'm gonna use the Drake's reaction to let me add another D6 to the crit, which becomes 2d6. Okay. <clears throat> because more damage better. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you try to evade this, bitch. <laughs> okay, so... Just gotta pair up. Well, they've already used their reaction for the turn, so... Yeah. <clears throat> it's a lot. Uh... One moment. Calculator. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yep, I constantly have one open, so... And... <clears throat> okay, so 54 damage total. Alright. <clears throat> so the Drake, like, grabs this guy by the shoulder, pulls him up, and I just start just trying to stab him in the neck or head repeatedly. You do so, and... They seem heavily wounded, but it looks almost like they don't care. It looks almost like that they're happy that you got close to them. And... Uh, Bashar's just gonna fly 40 feet straight up again. <clears throat> with his movement. Okay. He's willing to take the opportunity attack. Alright. Eight doesn't hit. Nope. Oh, not even close. Yeah, so... I need to add another 11 on top of that. <laughs> yeah. So, Diff makes one... Makes one save. So, that's, uh... One positive, one negative. This assassin... Hmm. Yeah. You can't um, jump 40 feet, jumps can out you? Of no, but jumps out of the window. Five, ten. Moves over to Lacera. And just so I can get them onto the field. What is it? Lair token. There we go. What was with the D20? The D20 roll? That's Diff's death save. He is in death saves. I said that like three times. Okay, I... I... Thought you were rolling it off of outside of uh, roll twenty. 
Nope, I'm rolling it inside roll. I'm rolling everything inside roll 20 now. Okay, well, you weren't rolling his attack rolls inside of roll 20 before. I am. Like, I'm rolling everybody's attack rolls and saves in roll 20. Okay, well, apparently diffs weren't showing up. No, it just says short sword because he was using the short sword. Oh, well. Um... Right, so. Okay, so you're attacking Lacera. Repair. No, not, not yet. Or just uh, five, ten. That one moves out the window, and five, ten. That one moves out the window. All right, th this one is attacking you, Lacera. Mm-hmm. Does a sixteen hit? Just barely. Alright, I need you to make a... You take five piercing damage, and I need you to make a constitution save. Alright, you said a con save. Yep. 17. Alright, you take 15 poison damage. Half of 31 is... Half of 31 in the system is 15. Alright, so a total of 20. And that's a 7. He rolled a natural 1 on his second attack, so it misses. Alright, and I passed my con save for holding Searing Smite. So is it my turn now? Uh, no, it's these two guys, these two enemies' attack turns, and they're both firing at Bashar. Okay. So, um, does a 17 hit Bajar? Nope. Okay. Does it, okay, 13 does, if a 17 doesn't hit, a 13 doesn't no. hit. No, uh. 12s don't hit, but a 26 <clears throat> crit does. Yes, it does. <laughs> so, um, you said and... that he's, he's currently immune to poison? Yeah, just full immune. Okay, so he takes fourteen. Okay. Piercing. Two, three. You know, four, three crossbow bolts four. just zip up past past Bashar and past Suka. One might get stuck in his pinky toe. One, one, one ends up stuck in his foot. Yeah, one one ends up hitting hitting Bashar. So <clears throat> now it is your turn. Me. Uh, yes, Lacera. Alright. In this case, Drake played it. Good thing I'm still holding that third level Searing Smite. Mm hmm. And I am shifting my Hunter's Mark to the one who just hit me. Okay. Alright, so that is going to be. A 16 and a 25 to hit. They both hit. Alright, that is going to do... Slash number one is going to be doing 16 points of damage. Okay. No, 26 points of damage. And slash number two is going to do... 18... He's going to do 24. 
All right. The the first strike takes it down, and for good measure, you stab the body just to make sure it doesn't get back up. And then I point my massive flaming blade at the other two. Move, moving into melee with this, this guy so he doesn't try stabbing death. I will kill anyone who tries to attack him. Okay. I'm waving flaming blade at them. Alright. Alright. I assume my turn? Yes. Because for some reason right now, I'm trying to remember your character's name, but all the tokens are in the way. It, her name is Suka. Suka. Or just Sue, for short. Um, yes. So, basically, Bashar is going to... I'm going to use my bonus action to let him dash down to the ground. Uh-huh. I hop off him, use my action to cast Cure Wounds at third level on Dipstick here. Alright. So, he's just going to heal 3d8 plus 3. Alright. Go ahead and roll that. So... Exactly 20 HP. Nice. He is no longer in death saves and he starts to regain consciousness. Um... For Bashar's bonus action, there are two guys, you know, right in perfect line for a fire breath attack. So, we'll do that. Yes. Shit. I rolled max damage, three sixes. Alright. So, one deck save. That's a 16. Uh, my spell DC is a 16, so... Ten, that so, saves. Yeah, save. And 17. They both also use evasion. So, no damage. So, <clears throat> yep. I just realized, uh, this <laughs> dragon's just spewing fire everywhere, so... Yeah, I, I have a feeling... Like, it sprayed fire directly in a window, so... I have a feeling one of these buildings is gonna catch on fire... Um, you hear slight crackling coming from inside the window. The outside, of the vast majority of these buildings are stone. Okay. But the insides are mainly wood. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Not my problem right now. Yeah. <clears throat> right now. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. It is now... Their turn. Actually, no, it is now Diff's turn. Diff stands up half of his movement and realizes that this one is within combat range of one, if not two, of its buddies, or of his buddies. So he's going to make a light crossbow attack. That is a 16 that hits for eight, for eight piercing plus 66. Eight... Plus six D six. Twenty five. Finally, he's in. He's in his element and dealing out damage. Alrighty. 
and he fires another crossbow bolt at the same one just to try to make sure and that is a 16 that also hits or wait a minute why is it showing oh i hit the wrong one let me redo that uh that is a 22 still so 22 12 damage so that's 33 damage after that or 33 health after that all right and diff looks over at yusuke and goes thank you kindly love and just try not to die but that's and... what i'm trying to do it's kind of hard to do that when there's assassins and i tell you guys to run and you guys stand around and fight like idiots it's not my fault i'm the only one who can fly oh i could too but they'd have shot at him yep so now it's the assassin's turns yeah i'm holding a flaming sword in front of me yep um, one's gonna take a swing at Bashir because it sees Bashar. or Bashar because it sees Bashar as more of a threat because it's, it can get airborne it's airborne that is a, it does poison damage it can breathe fire it's just this weird hodgepodge yeah, that is thing. a 13 uh no yeah, 13s don't hit uh, I'll say this it's AC is 14 plus my proficiency bonus which is currently five. Okay, so an 18 would also not hit. Correct. He's just like... He's like just like parrying blows with his horn. Like, Alright. Um, the other assassin goes to attack Lacera. That is a 25 to hit. Yep. Go on ahead and... Roll a constitution save for me. Okay. Alright, that's going to be a 19. 19, okay. You take half of the po poison damage. It is 4 piercing. And 14 halved is... 11. No, it's not 11. Or is... It's 7. 7. Oh, say 11 so, total. Okay, 11 total, yeah. And it takes another swing at you. That is a 22 to hit. It's going to be a 16. So. Alright, that, that makes the save. So, that's a 9 plus 8. That is 17. Um, piercing and poison damage towards you. Mm -hmm. What are you currently at, by the way? 47. Uh, I'm just... So... Yeah, I'm right about half health. Why? Oh, I'm... I know that you're... I know what your max health is, I just didn't know what your... Yeah. So... Well, I was trying to update anyway. the character sheet, but so the max health on it is now inaccurate. Uh, uh, question, whose turn is it? It is yours. Oh, okay. Or actually, no, it is... No, uh, it is Lacera. Okay. Yeah, uh, sorry. That's yeah, what I was actually so, hoping uh, for. Uh, Lacera, if you land a hit, feel free to add an extra D6 of poison damage to it. Okay, well, I, I've managed to pass the 
con saves for maintaining concentration. So. Are you going to move your hunter's mark or are you just going to leave it yes. off? Yes. I'm moving the, uh, the one directly in front of me. Okay. Um, I'm going to. All right. Those are both plus nine. So that is going to be. I believe you said their AC was 15, correct? Yes. Those are both going to hit. So I got a 15 and 16. All right. And I have shifted. You can only add I one. Uh, you can only add that d6 of poison to one of the attacks. By the way. Smack number one. Poison land. I'm gonna be. Uh, that's gonna be thirty-five for the first attack. The second one. It's gonna be. 10, 22 for the second smack. Two. All right. Pretty modest amount of damage. Modest? It's a third level searing smite. Uh, so they need to make, uh, I believe, two constitution saves for that searing smite. Okay, okay. Constitution. That is a 15. That fails. And a... 9. Also fails. So it is on fire. Yes, it is. It is en fuego. It will take another... Con... As soon as it's its turn again, it does another con save before... So, to see if it stays on fire, you know. Well, that's at the end of its turn. At the beginning of its turn, it takes damage from being on fire. Yes. It's a d6 of damage. Mm-hmm. If it man so, manages past the con save, it gets its turn. Yep. That's when the staring spike So, Suka, it's right. your turn. Now, let's... What is on fire? All right, um... Oh. Suka is going to since she's small she can kind of you know weave between yeah weave between all these all these guys mm-hmm. now she's got advantage on her attacks on this guy she's going to non-lethally stab this guy in the shins uh, to knock him out <laughs> non-lethally stab this guy in the I shins I mean Stab someone in the shins enough, they'll black out from blood loss. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh no. Sorry. Um, I don't think this is. I don't think the non-lethal thing's gonna work. Did you double crit? Yeah, I rolled a three, a sixteen, and two twenties. <laughs> so yeah. the 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 way, the way that that non-lethal works. I've actually recently read up on it, just in case you guys wanted to go non-lethal. Yeah. With mm-hmm. non-lethal attacks, you have the damage, and that would be considered, like, hitting them over the head with, uh, with the butt of your of your sword, or smacking them with the flat of the blade to so... knock them unconscious. Or a 
pummel straight to the back of the head. Yeah. Yep. So. So essentially, if you roll two crits, you will do a regular amount of damage. But it would be non-lethal, therefore, instead of killing them, it'll just knock them unconscious. Yeah, just throw the whole damage, and then he, he can just have it. If, it, yep. if it's yeah. more than what would kill them. So... Otherwise, it just knocks them unconscious. I'm gonna use Bashar's reaction on one of the crits. Uh, mm -hmm. just to add more. So... 46, and that's both attacks combined. 46? Yeah, 46 damage. 10 of that is poison. <clears throat> Alright, so... And now Bashar gets to attack with advantage. So, is Bashar going non-lethal? Because this guy's still standing. Yes, Bashar is. Okay. Because you were just shy of being able to take him down. Because all, all you have to do is get him to zero. Um. So, Bashar got a 22 to hit. That hits? It was almost a 20. <laughs> oh boy. It's like, it's like 20, 14. Plus 8, so. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Okay, that's not bad. Uh, 15 points of damage. 15? Yeah. Uh, question, is this the dude that I'm stabbing? The one directly in front of you? Yeah, this guy right here. Yes. <clears throat> um, does Bashar knock him out with the 15? If you were to make it lethal damage, it would take him out. If you were to make it non-lethal, it would still leave him conscious, but with like one point. If I said he went for the balls, <laughs> like he chomped on this dude's testicles for 15 points of damage, <laughs> well, oh. well, that <laughs> just like. The fact it's a dude and getting hit in the balls, does that affect How about all? this? Diff, <laughs> Diff sees that you're trying to knock this guy out, improvises and uses his action to pick up a small piece of cobblestone and huck it at this guy's head as he's holding his groin. <laughs> and just and just that, that whole, you know, you, you hear what sounds like a, a rock skipping off of a watermelon and the guy just drops like a sack of rock. Like a sack of potatoes. I, I will note, Bashar has not let go of his groin. He's still dragging him by his groin. <laughs> yeah, oh, see, then, it... he, then he'll die. So I'll, I'll tell Bashar to drop him. <laughs> Just let him let him stay alive. Hey, hey, hey! Drop it! Drop it! Chew toy. No, he's just holding him, so it's in an the dude's in an awkward position. <laughs> Let's just. <laughs> When he, when, he, when he lets go, he's just, like, on his back and, and like, on his knees. So it's, like, just dick up. <laughs> his crotch bleeding. Uh, uh, ten feet. Uh, With a slow no, he... red stain spreading from the groin. 
Yeah, but he he is he is unconscious, <coughs> but not in death saves. Okay, goal achieved. <coughs> yep, and so that essentially was Diff's turn as well. <coughs> That's fine. So Diff is now <coughs> aiming his crossbow at the one in front of Lucera. The one in front of Lucera goes on ahead and goes on ahead and says to Lucera. All I need, no, all I need is here. Um, go on ahead and roll a d6 for damage. Yeah, two more points of fire. He uses his action to grab your bag. That's behind me. I thought you said the bag was in this space. No, I said it was between... When I dropped it, it was over here. Then five. <laughs> um, he starts ducking around you to grab at the bag. And actually, since you said it was over there, he gets over there and begins to pick it up, and looks like he's about to run away with it. Bashar. Chew toy. Like, <laughs> point at him. Oh, yeah, he went out of Bashar's uh, combat range, but you said that he, Bashar used his reaction to give Lucera something. No. Um, no. Actually, he got his reaction back on my turn, so. Uh, he can attack. Alright, and that's an eight. He's still on fire. So, Bashar's going to attack. <laughs> Would it count as flanking, given the positioning, or no? No. Okay. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Okay. That does hit. Ooh. 17 points of damage again. Nice. Tries to bite him in the hamstring. Yep. He is not gonna, you know, move any further. He has taken his action to grab your bag and proceeds to shove his his hand into the bag, trying to get something out of it. Lucero, what do you do? Going to stab him some more. You know, right up his butt. Okay. Maybe a 17 for my low roll. No, uh, 13 and a 22, so. They both hit? Yep. First hit is going to do. 24. 34. Alright, how do you want to do it? Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, I. Flaming sword up his butt. Flaming sword up Main Street. <clears throat> um, as yeah. you alight him from the inside. <laughs> is it is it like the Naruto thing, like the finger of a thousand deaths? <laughs> oh, a thousand yeah. years, a thousand years of pain. In two hands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> two hands, sword up the butt. <laughs> a thousand years of pain yeah. and death. 
because he's leaned over. That's that's the way it went. Yep. And as as the sword slips into his his naughty teeth, stabbing stabbing the brown starfish, you you see him fall over. You know, in in his death throes, and you see the dragon's heart come out of your bag, and flop onto the ground. Where did you get that? White dragon, in Pendalen. <coughs> oh, ice pirate, hold. Huh. <coughs> well. She just kind of kicks, like, not hard, uh, but kicks the head of the unconscious one we got and just kind of rests her, you know, uh, draconic kobold foot on his head like it's a soccer ball. This guy will now, t- okay. this guy will be able to tell us everything we need to know. Well, he, he is currently unconscious, so when you kick him, all he does is groan. Yeah, he groans and moans. I rip sword from. <coughs> you unsheath the sheath sword. <laughs> yeah, rip sword from its unnatural sheath that anyway. has no more flames. And oddly enough, came out clean. It's because the it... gross was seared off because of searing smite, not oh, yes. until it was pulled free. <coughs> Still probably want to paralyze so, uh, <clears throat> as, as you are standing, paralyzing. As you're standing in the back alley and the back alleys, Diff looks at the two of you, looks up and goes, "Uh, I I think we bet to move. Um, that does not look like it would be a good idea to stick around." And he points up at a window that is now fully engulfed in flame. Damn it! I like this tavern um yeah and it just so happens to be her room which they do keep records uh hold on um what puts out fire Uh, that would be water several things mostly water but it's not breeze fire By the way, you're not hearing this—the faint screaming of people inside the building. Let your drink and turn it into something that can, you know. Okay, Discord broke uh, on me. Um. It's all right. Would poison put out the fire? Like, if it's like thick, liquidy poison. You can most certainly try. Uh, I'm gonna go with a... Most poisons are flammable. That doesn't seem right. As I said, you can most certainly try. I'm gonna have Bashar fly up to the window and then use the dragon breath, but this time switching it from fire to poison. Like I thick, would have been a better choice. poison to smother out the fire. <laughs> Just hoses the room. Okay. Go on ahead and give me a... 
Yeah, an attack roll. Just see how much poison he outputs. Um, eighteen. Eighteen. Um, you hear the the faint because you're you're attuned to this kind of of natural occurrence in your in your Drake. The the gurgling of the the sack that contains this bile that causes it. Um, it, it's a poisoned. spell that's letting him do this, by the way. Oh, okay. Then uh. never mind. Um, he releases this viscous oh. liquid, and yeah, it covers about 15 square foot inside of a 225 square foot bonfire. Well, I tried. Uh, I'll just tie the guy to Bashar, and then we'll just get out of here. <laughs> so, so all three. Div has already like rounded the corner in his take. Right. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna yeah, make sure to take um, this dude's uh, stuff. Yeah, I just pick up my backpack and the dragon heart stuff it back. Again. Okay. <laughs> Off we go. Off we go into it. the wild blue thingy. <clears throat> actually, as long as we don't kill this guy after interrogating him, we can actually just get him arrested <laughs> for destroying yeah, the. We can blame. Yeah. We, we can blame him. Yes, we can say <clears throat> blame him for the blushing mermaid. I mean, it's technically his fault anyway. Alright, so you, you run out of the alley. Um, this guy slung over and hogtied to Bashar's back. <coughs> as the as the night sky lights up with a new fire that's not on one of the towers. <laughs> Smoke billowing into the air, people people running out of the out of the nearby buildings. <coughs> nearby buildings and the blushing mermaid. And, you know, general chaos that ensues thereof. But that's Bells on the other side. Yeah, ringing. That's on the other side of the brigade. building. Yes. And that, that's on the other side of the building from you is all this commotion. If anybody would like to, before heading into the alley, I would like a stealth check. Yay! Ooh. Um. I don't know. I can't remember what my exact stealth proficiency is, but combined with that, that's gonna be a lot. Uh, I got 25. 25, alright. 29. Shall I also roll right. for Bashar? Yes. <clears throat> and Diff got a 12. I don't. <laughs> Wonderful. I don't think I get to add my proficiency bonus to his stealth, so this is only a plus one for him. Uh, let me let me check real quick. Oh, he does okay. He got an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, that's three successes and one failure. So overall, it's a success. Uh, Diff Diff went to look around the corner and misjudged the placement of his footing and almost fell and because of the twisted ankle he'd acquired earlier 
Yeah. And Lysera, you know, grabs him by the back of the of his cloak and pulls him back and goes, hey, stop. Checking around and making sure the coast is clear. There are, you know, alarm bells going off. Guards are running everywhere trying to find the arsonists. And you, the three of you very easily slip across the street from the blushing mermaid to another set of buildings into a separate back alley. No one the wiser as to who was there or what was left. All right. So you're in a separate back alley. Seems like you're behind a shop of some kind. What do you do? Basically, I ask Dip, uh, where are we going? Brother. Brother what? Uh, where out. would... Is there where, a safe Where would be a safe to, spot? Well... A, I know a good safe space is the Elf Song, but I'm pretty sure you need to rest, and I don't know where exactly in this area another good sleeping places the shrine of suffering's about three hours away from here they've got beds yeah we can do that I don't know if they'll let you bring in you know a unconscious asshole but it's the shrine of suffering they'll let us tie him up true they're into that kinky shit. Alright. It's not kinky. It's for some people. So we go in or what? And he starts yes. to head that way. Guess Off we are heading trend. that way. Since I've never been in the city. It's okay. Home ground. Alright. Oh, why couldn't we be so in a desert? Shrine... Or a forest. The Shrine of Suffering. As you arrive at the Shrine of Suffering, this person in tow, a woman, no, a priestess greets you and says, Hail to Elmeta, what brings you here? Do you bring the sick and wounded? Uh, I'm wounded. Yes, the we bring on his all back is sick in the head. I mean, I think Diff's wounded still, too. And Diff is like, yeah, I, I almost died. Oh, yeah. So, two wounded and one sick in the head. Well, we should ha we do have accommodation here in the back. Please follow me. And she starts leading you back into, deeper into the shrine. You follow? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you follow along, she takes you to a room that is just a whole bunch of cots all lined up in a row. It seems that there are several people that are already there. Some sick, 
some injured. Uh, the sick ones are have a have a like sheet around the outside, giving them a little bit of privacy. And, and uh, giving everyone else a little bit of protection from sneezing and coughing. Yes. And there are others that that are in there that mainly seem like, you know, one of them has a head injury. Another one is has that his hand wrapped up completely and is currently asleep. And just a, f a few of them have, you know, minor injuries and some of them look completely fine. Oh. They're sleeping more towards the back. But they seem kind of emaciated and overly dirty. Empty bowls of some kind of porridge are sitting next to them on a table. I just look for a cot that's got restraints on it. The, and... She brings you to a to a section of the room where you have a cot with restraints and says, you can lay him here. We can restrain him and see what is wrong with his mind once he awakens. Yes. We definitely have to have him restrained. Okay. And you guys, you know, get him on, no, get him on there with her help. She seems to be doing, doing pretty well at handling him herself, but Diff being the consummate gentleman that he is, lol, <laughs> is helping her, but he looks pretty roughed up. It's mainly her helping him. And she goes, okay, so if you could, um, we have him secured. Follow me, please. And she starts yeah. heading, starts heading to another section of the, the ward. Uh, quick question. You use revised ranger, correct? Or? I believe so, yes. Okay, so. But she's heading to another section of the ward. Do you follow or do you stay with the guy? I mean, um, I just look at Suki and tell you that it might be best for you to stay put while me and Diff go with her to get a little yeah, bit of I'll, healing. Yeah, I'll stay put here. In case he wakes okay. up. I'm pretty damaged myself, but I can heal at least a little bit. So. I'll be fine. Okay. So you're you're sitting there and healing. Lissera and Diff, you're led to another another not particularly different room but another section of the same ward and told to sit down on these on these cots and that a ma another matron will be with you shortly all right so you're sitting there waiting yep so suka or shuka is there anything that you wish to do you're now semi alone with this guy. Uh, I'm going to just cast third level cure wounds on myself. Okay. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I just healed max healing on that. I rolled three eights. What the hell? Okay. So you heal yourself by that much. By twenty-seven. Yep. Is there anything else you would like to do? <clears throat> um. 
just start going through this dude's stuff. Okay. Um, go on ahead and give me a investigation. Oh no, I have no bonuses to this. Oh no. So just 15. 15? <coughs> Alright. You find on him a sword. It is a short sword. Uh, no pluses, but does do poison damage. Alright, I'll keep that. Um, you also find a dagger. It is just a... It looks rather wicked. It's got this, like, intricate design carved into it, and it's got this curving... Curved... Or not curvinous, but a curve to the blade. The only way I can describe it in, in our terms is kind of like a carabit. You know, just okay. curved and comes to a point. Is it also have like a poison effect on it? No, it's just mainly a dagger. But it seems very ceremonial. I'll keep that too. You also find a letter in the in the pocket of this individual. Okay. I'll take out the letter, open it and take a glance, see what it says. As you open it, you start to read and it says it's it's in common. Okay. But it says in order to complete the ritual, this is what we need. The heart of and then the small piece of paper suddenly just starts to smoke and you see a spot of fire on the page start to spread until it takes the entire page with it. Well, that's just great. Um, is there any way, like, if I fold the paper, does it stop? No. Well, shit. It's one of those things of, you start to see a little little wisp of smoke, and you're like, that's weird. You look at the center of the page, and it goes, like, like flash paper. It's just, it's gone. Great. Just great. The envelope's still there, right? There was no envelope. It was just a slip of paper. A slip of paper that was folded and sealed. Okay. Um. Or folded and it seemed like it had a seal on it. But it was was still just a slip of paper that was folded. I'm gonna just take my own piece of paper out and just like try and draw what I remember the seal looked like. And then all the words that it, that I remember seeing before it burned up. Okay. Um, the seal did not look like a, a anything like a any seal that you've seen before. It was this kind of octagonal design that had a whole bunch of like really intricate. It's hard to re- remember exactly how it was, but a, a crude drawing in the right hands of somebody would be able to tell you what exactly that design means. Okay. Um, but it, it, it was, it was like for, for its size, it was about the size of, uh, of a nickel, you know, the, the, the size of this piece of calligraphy essentially, but it was highly intricate, like very small, minute details that 
almost seemed like it would be impossible to write in via a brush or a pen. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to just <clears throat> keep his sword and dagger with me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to send uh, Tizzy with um, Lacera just so we have like some form of communication. And okay. well, if we're within sixty feet of each other, Tizzy can just communicate <laughs> with me. Okay. All right. Um, so. But yeah, I'm just gonna wait for this guy to wake up. Okay. Well, Sarah and Diff, as you're sitting there, or as you and Diff are sitting there, Diff is like, so <clears throat> pretty roughed up, all we. You seem much worse off than I. <laughs> well, kind of hard when you're just a former street urchin. But still, something I can look work forward to, right? Mm. You know, being better. Yeah. As, as you as you say, yeah. A another woman walks up to you wearing what looks kind of like a nun's habit only it's in all black like no, no traces of white on it it's kind of pretty in a way in a, in a simple but plain way and she's uh, on the verge of elderly looks like she could be in her 60s 70s and she walks walks up to the two of you and goes well it seems you both got yourselves into a right mess at some point if you would please be patient. And she turns to Diff and puts a hand on him and under her breath speaks an incantation. And you see this glow come from her hand and go into his body and all of his wounds start sealing. Okay. Mm, and he, he, you know, perks up a little bit, stretches, and she goes, don't do that too much. You'll be sore. Turns to you and says, now it's your turn. She puts a hand on a hand on you and you feel the the warmth spread from your from your forehead because she she put her hand on his shoulder she put her hand on your forehead you feel this warmth spread from that spot in your forehead through the rest of your body and it's very soothing and you can feel all the wounds on your body and start to knit themselves back together and you regain all of your health Okie dokie. Like, top it off. You regain all of it. As she steps back, she looks a little bit haggard. You know, just... She she looks like she put a lot into that. And she goes, well... You two have been through a lot. Is there anything else that you are in need of? I know that you have a gentleman with you that you say is touched in the mind. Yeah, because he attacked us. And set fire to the blushing mermaid oh so that was the arsonist I heard they found bodies lying behind his cohorts well we shall see what he says then and she gets up and starts to walk over that way I'm following behind her mm -hmm. Diff gets up and follows behind her as well Suka, as you're sitting there, this kindly old, older-looking lady 
uh, flanked by two of your allies. <laughs> approaches and sits down on the opposite side of the bed from you and says, well, let's see what he has to say. And she puts her hand on, she puts her hand on his face and the same warmth that you saw that she gave off mm -hmm. or the same glow leaves her hand and enters him and his eyes snap open. He immediately starts struggling against the vines. I would like to thunk him on the head with the hilt of my dagger. And just say, stop is it. Any, is anybody going to try to stop her? I'm not doing it hard enough to knock him out again. I'm just thumping him he, just so he, he gets it. Basically, I love that. It wouldn't do more than the point of damage. Yeah. Okay. Most. As, as your, as your mid-swing... As your mid-swing, Diff catches your arm again and says, Not your love. They'll kick us out for that. Ah, uh, fine. I mean, you do want to rest, right? Yes. Currently, my unending the... hatred for what these guys did to my Draconic Master fuels me. Well, that, that's still n not going to help us in the long run, okay? Let's just see what she can do. At this point in time, the matron is kind of looking over in half shock that you are trying to attack a patient. Um, but hearing that people like him have, quote unquote, slayed your former master, she a little bit shake and goes, well, let's see what he has to say. And she, you know, puts her hand over over his forehead and mutters another incantation and you see this warm soft glow go across his body and he goes still his breathing becomes more still his eyes still open and he calms down visibly he's still looking around the room but it's no longer frantic he's no longer harshly breathing He's no longer struggling against his bonds. And she leans and says, now that you've calmed down, we have a few things that these individuals need to hear. And we want to make sure that if there's anything that we can do to help you, we can help you. And she puts her hands on the bed and you see these arcane symbols light up around the bed area, including the area that you all are standing in. And it temporarily lights up red and then glows gold. I need everybody to make to find out what this does. I believe it'd be a wisdom save. If this is Zona Truth, then, uh, uh, what type of save do I need to make? Charisma. Ooh. I am good on that. Dirty 20. And Okay, you're fine. Um you you feel as this as this spell completes that your mind like at at one point at one point you're thinking of, you know, 
ways that you can bend truths, and they seem just fine to you. Mm-hmm. Sarah. God of 17. Huh. Okay. All right. 17. That, that laugh was not for you. Um, you feel... No, I, you I, feel, I see who your laugh was for. Yeah, you, you feel pretty much the same. Um, there's, there's no effect in your mind that... There's no effect in your mind that would make you think otherwise. Just real quick, I need to roll one more save. For death. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. Fail. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's have, still have not feeling, showing hit. I feeling dip under Zone of Truth is going to be... Um, just like in the animated Wonder Woman thing where they put the lasso of truth on the guy and he just starts saying, man, your daughter has a great rack. Oh, um, (laughs) real quick, um, I will let you know this. The reason why you're not seeing it now I realize it is because every single role that I'm making for some reason is getting whispered back to me. Also, every role that you're making, Lysera, is being whispered to me. But like it, I haven't been. Oh, I I know you haven't been rolling on here, but I I looked back over the previous logs, the last time we played, and it just says two GM, meaning it's whispered to myself. Okay, that's that's, that's weird. Yeah, so I I can, I can whispering diffs rolls. Yeah. So, either way. So. Uh, <laughs> Diff just looks like he wants to be eagerly helpful or something. Uh, no, Diff, there's no physical change in Diff in the way Diff is, is standing or the look on his face. He looks completely placid, like nothing's going on. Like, you mm-hmm. two, you felt, the, you felt the tug and then it went away. He didn't. So this individual's laying on his back and she goes, What ails you, young sir? And he looks around at all of you and says, Nothing other than they beat me up. To be fair, you tried and to kill she... me first. He, he looks at you and goes, no, it looks at you, and it looks like he's trying to say, no, I didn't, but he goes, yes, that was part of the plan, and he stops. <clears throat> See, there, this is one problem with Zone of Truth. <clears throat> they can just choose not to talk. Can I cast a spell that will, like, stack with Zone of Truth? What spell might that be? Uh, let me, let me read the saving, what the saving throw is first. Uh, he needs, um. Well, I need to know what the spell effect does before I'm um, wrong on anything. I'm gonna cast Suggestion on him. Okay. Yeah, that's enough. Okay. So. I believe that's another charisma save, isn't it? Uh, it's either int whiz or or cha one of the three. Um, a wisdom saving throw. 
DC 16. Yep. He passes. I cast it again. <laughs> <laughs> I got five slots. I could. I'll do this all day. I know. Well, what was your suggestion? <clears throat> uh, his suggestion is ants. Don't stop talking. Answer. Answer the questions. You will answer every single one of our questions honestly and truthfully. <laughs> He just kind of looks at you and goes, <clears throat> bite me. <clears throat> um, I cast it again and do the same thing. <laughs> All right. Wisdom save. <clears throat> this time he fails. I really think you should <laughs> do what I suggest. <laughs> and I suggest the same thing. <laughs> No, it's just, you just say, no, I really think you should do what I suggested. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that, that would be more right, yeah. So, why did you try and kill me? What is your plan? Also, why did you kill Rosalia? We're trying to kill, no, we're trying to gather draconic hearts for our patron why we've slain your dragon i'm guessing that was the blue we needed a red a white a blue and a green dragon's heart to complete the ritual along with fifth no, along with 55 souls we are currently sitting at 54. um having a blue dragon as like a draconic master <clears throat> Can I? You know, I'll just tell. I'll just ask him. Who is your patron? As you you ask, no. Before you ask him, who's your patron? Your third question. He goes. We plan to bring our patron into this realm, but he cannot exist in this realm, but can exist within a host. And then looks over at Lysera and goes, A host that looks a lot like you. She's not going to be anyone's host. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, It's in my backpack. I can go in a... One of the braziers here. And... When you ask your question of who who his patron is, he looks at you and goes, "My patron is God." And starts convulsing heavily. And that's where we're gonna take a break. Gosh dang it! Of course, the suicide pact pill. It's like the cyanide pill. Or like the patron prevents answering their name. Fan frickin' tastic. Yep, so we will be back after these quick commercial messages. Cause we need to get better equipment. Yeah. So we'll see y'all in a bit. Hi, this is Scott. Thank you for listening to Arcosaur DD on your podcast platform of choice. So while we have this break of, please feel free to go to our website, arkansortt.com and check out any kind of merch or games that we currently have on our website. And uh, yeah, 
Have a good break. We'll be back in a bit. <laughs> 